Hello, and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that is part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. And I'm Alice Good, a.k.a. Alice Good. And this episode is so different for so many reasons. Um, number one, Alex and I are in the same room. That hasn't happened since before we started the podcast. I'm hoping that our chemistry is like affected for the better. Yeah. Because we can actually respond to people immediately i think that's gonna be fire i am looking at alex while he's talking which i think the aspen episode was the last one i did that with yeah it's it's been a minute yeah we don't ever look at we never do a video call when we do this it's purely audio so a little behind the scenes a little inside baseball for you there audience but this is completely different i'm at craig's house right yeah now. it's and- in virginia Stan. i'll give you the address in the, in the <laughs> description um and the other important thing is there is a third person on this podcast he's a little shy would you like to introduce yourself sure my name is uh keegan i've been their friend for Six, seven months? Yeah, sure. Six, seven months, 23 years, so- somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Really big fan of the podcast, reached out to us after listening to it, and we decided, hey, this this kid seems nice. Let's let's give him a shot. Yeah, I mean, Hale's from Alaska at this point. Yeah. You wouldn't say he's from there, but he's coming from Alaska. He's more Alaskan than Michigan at this point. Right, and it's actually pretty impressive that a fan reached out and said, hey, I'll fly out, record a podcast with you. Yeah. How could we possibly turn them down? Yeah. Uh, Keegan, uh, why don't you tell us about your uh, the lengths that you went to get here? Yeah. So I hopped on lots of planes and I had to take someone from California for reasons. And I uh, drove all the way out here. And and we did not pay for his flight, pay for no. his gas, anything like that? No, no. no. They compensated me in zero ways. Yes, with our friendship. And I, ju- I just some, wanted to. Yeah, we uh, hit him up with some publicity. So we'll give him time to promote whatever he's got to promote at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we did not actually, fly him out. Actually, we did. We did compensate him in one way, which is we did let him pick the movie. And after he gave three really bad choices, we kind of strong-armed him into a different movie altogether. Um, this week, we are watching Wild Hogs with Tim Allen and Martin Lawrence and William H Macy and John Travolta. Uh, that, that's uh, there's a this movie came out in 2007 so just like basically this movie took four stars from 2007 and then just threw darts at a dartboard it's like i guess this is it yeah i mean ray liotta kind of a big deal you might know him from you know goodfellas marissa tomei you might know him as like the newest aunt may she's also in uh kings of staten island oh yeah, yeah yeah so smoke show also old enough to be my mom but you know contributing members of the cast very important yeah so uh we are not going to do two separate sections we're going to go all in for the spoilers because this movie is old and it sucks so spoiler alert it sucks <laughs> Spoiler alert: this movie is real bad so if you don't want to hear us rip apart a movie for 30 minutes uh here's your time code to skip ahead to the next segment time code 2635 hey guys this movie sucks Listen, it's not that bad. It's not it that bad. N- I, this movie made me laugh. So it, the fact that it made me laugh, it instantly saved it from offensively bad territory. I, I want to say, this was the movie I used to watch like when I was sick as a kid. Like, oh, get Wild Hogs. Go rent Wild Hogs. I hadn't watched this in like a decade. I rewatched it. I was like, oh, this did not hold up. 
what do you mean it didn't hold up? What part didn't hold up? Was it the part where the dude from Scrubs hits on them while they're camping? Or was it, you know, the black jokes they made? What, what didn't hold up? To be fair, they, I don't think they made any black jokes. They, they just made jokes about black jokes. <laughs> <Yes>. But <laughs> Some might call that a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, um, no, like, just, I, I have, like, little stuff in my notes here, just like, oh, that scene was not funny. No. Like, the, the ketchup and mustard scene was not funny. Yeah, so this movie sets itself up. If you don't know the premise of it, there are four guys going through a midlife crisis and they decide to solve it by going on a motorcycle road trip together. Boom, you're caught up. Um, (laughs) I've never seen... This movie sets itself up tonally very early because it does the most transparent joke on the planet, which is William H. Macy. They're all riding on a motorcycle together and William H. Macy's character, whose name is Dudley, like almost hits a tree and he's like, oh wow, I almost hit that tree. I was really, and he starts going on this really long monologue and then immediately hits something else. And you're like, oh, so this is what we're going to be doing for a hundred minutes. And you know what? The thing is, is Dudley... Hands down, one of the best characters. Best in this movie. part of this movie. Whenever I laughed in this movie, it was because of Dudley. He almost saved it for me. Yeah, um, I say almost because he didn't save it. No, he didn't. Because <laughs> and his character is the very like. So the other three characters are like trying to out masculine each other. Like I'm like like uh, I'm not a girl. You're a girl. F you. B- stuff like that and William and Dudley is just like I like computers and I'm scared of girls which is a ster- which is a pretty bold like a pretty common stereotype but um did not reinvent the wheel on that one but compared to the other three characters little bit of little bit of light yeah I'm a huge fan of seeing people in an old movie because I'm like man I haven't seen Ray Liotta in a movie in a while geez when's the last time I saw a movie with John Travolta and I think the last one I saw with him was like Grotty where he's played a gangster so like seeing uh, movies with characters that like or actors that I'm like really passionate about, it saves the movie for me. I'm like, man, I haven't seen a Martin Lawrence. I mean, other than Bad Boys, I don't watch Martin Lawrence movies. No, the the, the Martin Lawrence movie I know is Big Mama's House. Yeah, dude. And was <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of the last Tim Allen movie I saw. Probably Toy Story. Probably Toy Story Four. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute. My so parents watched Last awesome. Man Standing, so I've seen. So I'll watch like an episode or two with them. And I'm like, man, Tim Allen, you sure are still Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah. I think all these guys are very similar to who they are in real life. Except for maybe William H. Macy. Because that guy is Dudley's all over the place. <laughs> all yeah. over the place. Um, There was a line towards the beginning that I wrote a, ne- uh, a note on where John Travolta is the one that like starts this whole road trip because he's going through a divorce. He's out of money and he's like, I want to do this as kind of like a last hurrah before I like accept the fact that my life is not going to get better than this. And he's trying to convince Tim Allen to join this like road trip. And he's like, come on, you used to be fearless. And I'm like, Tim Allen. Tim Allen used to be fearless. I know this man was arrested for cocaine, but nothing, I mean that's pretty fearless. But nothing about <laughs> nothing else about his demeanor screams. I was I used to be fearless in college. I don't know. I think all these guys are very much like past their heyday, and they constantly remind each other of that. Like this guy's Tim Allen's character was called the Golden Knight, dude. Which, by the way, doesn't make any sense, and we never find out why. It's only brought up twice in the movie. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's all a bunch of guys who are like, well, I peaked in high school. I peaked in college. Let's go out and have some fun. And all of their wives are giving them grief for the most part. Um, and Tim Allen's a dentist and that gets brought up a million times. Yeah. And, and it's all brought up in the same, um, in the same type of way, which is you're a dentist. That's not a real doctor. <laughs> this movie sucks. Dude, yeah. Okay. So, was, well, let's, let's go through what was good about the movie other than Dudley. Take right. away Dudley. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, <laughs> Um, obviously this being a 2007 Tim Allen movie, there were lots of jokes where the punchline was, and he was gay. Um, some might say that's more than half the jokes, but I think the way I watch movies like that nowadays, those jokes are almost funny to me again, because I see them from a perspective that's completely 180 because they're written in a perspective of like, Oh, this guy is gay. How weird is that? And now I see it as a, Oh, this gay man is making these four homophobic old men incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's what's funny about it. So there's the scene where the guy from Scrubs is like trying to hit on them. And I'm like, this is funny because they're trying to do everything in their power to leave this situation. Also, they were not being hateful. They're just like so uncomfortable with yeah, what was happening. It's like, how can I say something mean without it being a slur? <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. I, For the most part. The majority of the road trip, I, like, zoned out for. Yeah. I, I paid attention to this movie. I can remember the details. But, like, it was all, like, a movie you watch while you're on your phone. Yeah. Or while you're holding a baby. Right. Like, w- there's a camping scene where they light the tent on fire. And th- some might say that was interesting. There was a skinny dipping scene, which used to be hilarious when you're, like, 12. Yeah. Like, that scene, I, I think, still got, like, a laugh or two out of me, but it's not funny. I think we just saw the laugh coming from... Basically, the scene is a bunch of guys get convinced to go skinny, skinny dipping because Dudley's like, we're free, right? We're doing this wild and free thing. Right. And then a family shows up, and they're like, let's go hunting for crawfish, and they grab a dude's junk. <laughs> John Travolta's specifically. Yeah. And the dad's like, well, kids, time to go. We need to leave immediately. And uh, that's the joke. And it was funny then. It's giggle worthy now, probably. Nothing's now. It, yeah, it, in my notes, I still have this scene was still okay. Yeah. yeah. Now we've talked about this movie for about nine minutes now, and you're like, "How are these guys on a road trip? How is that a plot of a movie?" Well, it kind of doesn't have one for about forty five minutes. But also, <laughs> I'm very used to that because road trip movies are a genre. Yeah. Everybody does road trips. There's movies called Road Trips or have trips in the name. Yeah. And so this movie doesn't get a plot until basically they piss off like a legitimate biker gang and John Travolta blows up all their bikes, which is something, again, we saw coming from a million miles away. Right. Because they do a shot where like he's cutting the gas line and we see gas drip from the gas line for like three or four seconds. And you're like, oh, this must be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and then so they piss off the biker gangs and then they're like running from them and that's like the last half of the movie. Yeah. Except they man- they run from them in one town. <laughs> yeah, they went the next town. Yeah, they over. go to the next town to run away. <laughs> and and I I liked the movie more when it was in that town. Oh, for sure. Well, also, that's when Marissa Tomei gets introduced. And I'm like, and there's like, finally a girl's in this. <laughs> finally a girl and also a good actress. <laughs> right. I'm like, sweet. And then Dudley becomes 
way more important to the group because he's got a love interest to think about. He's got people trying to teach him how to dance. He's making jokes because he has a really hot uh, chili that he tries. Like yeah. there's other stuff going on. That scene where he's dancing with Marissa Tomei was like legitimately a cute scene. Right. Because he's uh, he's kind of awkward. She's okay with it and like matching his awkward energy. And I'm like, you know, if this movie had a heartfelt moment, it's it's this moment right here. And then Martin Lawrence squirts ketchup at somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that scene. I... In middle school, I remember laughing at that scene a whole lot. And then just, nope. Yeah, I just don't think this uh, movie's for us. If movie wasn't designed for, let's have a bunch of guys, essentially mid-20s, low-20s, just watch this movie. I don't think it was built for us. I think even if we were this age in that time, it wouldn't be that funny. Yeah, it, we are the exact, the only thing that could be different about us that would make us less appealing for this movie is if we were all women. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, this movie is built for 12-year-olds and 45-year-olds. One, There's a lot of dad humor and a lot of, like, potty middle school humor. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, oh, the uh, very end of the movie, the post credit scene. Yeah. Probably oh. the funniest part oh, of the movie. Yeah, so I'm looking... Very much part, a part of its time. Well, yeah, it's a part of its time because it's Ty Pennington. <laughs> yeah. From Extreme Home Makeover. Yeah. So I was looking, at, I was watching this movie and I was looking through the IMDb cast because I was like trying to associate some of the, the character actors with each other. And as I'm scrolling through it, I see Ty Pennington is in is in the cast list. I'm like, we haven't seen this guy, right? <laughs> like, he's kind of high up on the casting list for someone who's in a post credit scene. And it, it, but you're right. It is it is one of the funniest parts of the movie. I don't know if that part would be funny if we didn't know what Extreme Home Makeover was. Oh, it, it would be like oh, I guess it's hey, a game so show. You know, I guess. Uh, the We're starting to flounder for how do we keep talking about this movie for 15 more minutes? And Alex has pulled up the IMDb trivia to try to get us some talking. Yeah, points. dude. Listen, <laughs> I know when we're on the precipice of bombing. <laughs> I am very good at being like, ooh, this is a stretch, this is a stretch. It was one of those, like, the thing is, because this movie was not offensively bad, there's not a lot to, like, roast about it. We can just say the jokes weren't funny. It's, it's not like the cinematography was bad or they said things outright offensive. It's just like, this is a boring movie not made for us. It was one of those things where we're like 20 minutes in and we watched this with five, six people. Yeah. And we laughed maybe once or twice a scene between all of us. Yep. So it's just, this this movie was boring. It was almost to the point where I'm like, do we keep watching this movie for the podcast? Yeah. I. To be fair, I had suggested two other movies. You suggested a four-hour movie, and we're on vacation, Keegan. <laughs> so, let's dive into some trivia. So, the Maggie's Diner was built in Madrid, which is Madrid, in case you're wondering how it's spelled. Madrid, New Mexico. By the way, that's towards the end of a road trip. They left from Cincinnati. Yeah. They made you think like this is like halfway. They're almost there. They're almost there, and Martin Lawrence's wife catches up in one night. Yeah, I'm just like, does she fly in, get a rental car immediately? Yeah. yeah. Is, that, uh, is that a possible drive in one day? If you're oh, going it's a 100. It's literally impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Um, but that diner um, is actually still there. 
It's a gift shop that sells Wild Hog and Del Fuego merch. That sounds awful. That sounds fire. I'm a big fan of going places. And I'm like, this was in a movie. And for some reason, that's like, I'm still like stunned by Hollywood. Oh, yeah, but this, th- hey, this was in a movie that was a 3.5 out of 10. But like, then I can just be like, oh, this is where Tim Allen was getting crap beat out of him. This is where oh, you William mean H. All Macy. Of Ma- all of Madrid? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. This is where he stood. This is where- I just get in my head about that stuff, so it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and it's like... Also, there's nothing important to see in that town. I'm sorry if you're from there. I just alienated half of our audience. There's nothing else to do in your town. We yeah. watched the movie. Um, it's like, a, I imagine the Paul Bunyan place from Fargo is probably oh, a big place. And like a Walter White's house from Breaking Bad is like the biggest tourist attraction in New Mexico. Um, uh, question. Yeah. For, I guess, for the room. Um, what were your least favorite parts of the movie? Um, I So... There was a point where the ending was just dragging and dragging because so the, the biker gang eventually catches up with them in Madrid and they decide to take a stand, but they get the crap beat out of them in like four fight sequences. And after every sequence, they like re rally and they're like, we can do this. We need to stand up for ourselves. And every scene there was like four different, like motivational, we need to pull it together type talks. And I'm like, can we stop please? They, they got punched out one too many times, possibly two too many times. Yeah. And there was the bit where like, William H. Macy is still tied up and he's fighting alongside Martin Lawrence. And they're like, I'll take this guy. You take this guy. And then the guy rips off his shirt and does some like really intense Kung Fu moves. And it's like, all right, switch back, switch back. I'm like, good joke. Hey, good joke. Good yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. You saw it coming, but I was also like, wow, this is, it's a different take on the joke. Cause the joke is we should be trying to fight. We should be kind of competing to fight the least dangerous person yeah but martin lawrence was like no i'll face him i'm like what are you nuts um my least favorite part of the movie and to be honest it's the whole movie it's <laughs> it's the plot point of john Travolta goes sabotages the motorcycle steals the motorcycle right yeah let's and he lies and says hey guys i just told him we were going to sue the pants off him if they don't give me the motorcycle back and they got it back that being said let's keep driving before they change their mind the next 45 minutes of the movie, we're supposed to just believe that everyone's like, why are we in a rush, John Travolta? Why are we Why yeah. are we in a rush? It shouldn't be that big of a deal. And he goes, guys, I lied. I'm like. Yeah, John Travolta had two big secrets in this movie, and both of them were stupid. Yeah. Because he does the thing where it's like, I don't want my friends to know that my life is falling apart. I don't want to let them know that I'm getting divorced. I'm like, hey, these are the people you should be telling stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. And then we're going to give this character another lie where he stole a bike and blew up a bu- How is he the only one that saw the bar blow up? Yeah. Ah, dude, I don't know. He's the only person looking. They were not checking their rear views. Yeah. But my thing is just like, it would be weird. It, it would be weird for me to... Okay, so pretend I want to be macho, and I tell my friends, you know, I just said I was going to sue the pants off them. Which, by the way, not macho at all. No. So, whatever. Also, hey, Alex, if you came back to me and you said I threatened I would sue the pants off of them, my response would be, did you? Did you really? (laughs) No one questioned that. And then... You threatened to sue a biker gang and they just did what you wanted? Wow. (laughs) And as soon as I realized the threat was real... I would be like, all right, let me just, guys, I was, I would bail on that so fast. 
my pride. I don't know if it's even a pride thing. It was just dumb. I'm like, just chill out, dude. Nobody cares. Just tell them, hey, I didn't threaten to sue the pants off them. I sabotaged their bikes and stole it so they couldn't come after me. Yeah. Which is, by the way, way cooler that you blew up their clubhouse yeah. and threatened to sue them. Yeah. Also, they were like, <laughs> uh, Ray Liotta was like, all right, we're going to split up in teams of two. And I'm like, first of all, how? All your bikes are blown up. And they fixed their bikes so fast. Yeah, they, well, I mean, it's just replacing fuel. No, 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 they blew up. Let's, for... <laughs> no, the, the, the bikes are okay, because remember, they drove part away from the exploded building. Right. Okay, but that still leads to my second point, which is, apparently the first team just found them. I don't know. I think you're jumping to conclusions. I think we need to give them the benefit of the doubt, because they have a phone call back where they talk to Ray Liotta, who's outside of a burning building. I think there was more teams that went out, maybe like 10 teams, because it's not going to be that many surrounding towns. And I think um, they just happened to find them. I don't think they only sent out. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Overall, I think Tim Allen is the least funny character. Yeah. John Travolta is the worst character. Martin Lawrence is the most boring character. And Dudley is the only character that I cared about slightly. I mean, that kind of holds I up. I wish that wasn't so accurate. Yeah, yeah, um. It kind of holds up. I'm like looking for flaws. Here's the thing. Tim Allen, if you don't think he's funny, it's because you don't like Tim Allen. Yeah. That's the thing. Tim Allen is very consistent across every single one of his projects that right. he has like creative control over. And it's just like, yeah, this is exactly the kind of humor that Tim Allen does. Yeah. So if you like Tim Allen, then he is funny. The thing with John Travolta, I kind of liked his character. There's a scene in a bar where when they first meet Ray Liotta. And they're like, and this is whatever his character's name is. They make up a name. And he's just squinting the whole time. Oh, And yeah. I'm like, okay, that's kind of legit. <laughs> I like that a lot. And it was just funny. Oh, there was one nickname since you're bringing up fake names. There's a part where Tim Allen calls Dudley, okay, Mr. Hard Drive. Like, what a weak nickname. Like, maybe, like, you think of, like, Tony Stark, who comes up with, like, three nicknames per character per movie, and then Tim Allen has to do it once, and he comes up with Mr. Hard Drive. But this is, like, so early. Like, they had a scene with a laptop. That that laptop was... It was actually that was like cool. that was like two by four. That, that scene was kind of cool because this, the, cause Dudley has a laptop in in a cafe and he's almost like talking to it. Like he would talk to an like Siri Alexa, but in, and so that Siri turn cool. off Alexa, shut down Alexa order tide pods, Alexa confirm order Xbox turn off. <laughs> um, uh, Oh, uh, uh, again, classic case. If you could tell this movie was written by men because Martin Lawrence's wife. Oh was, my gosh. Was, how do I say Prissy? Would you? Can we say Prissy? I don't even. I don't like using that word. She was oppressive. It was yeah. like borderline abusive. Um, how like sassy she was. Yeah. And it was so stereotypical black woman that every time she was on screen, I'm like, forgot about this stereotype. Forgot about it, and it yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where it's like a classic mid-2000s nagging wife won't let the man do anything where's the pants in the family and then at the end of the movie martin lawrence has one conversation with her and she's like you're right i understand i'll work on fixing that i'm like okay yeah <laughs> no way no way communication is that easy <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, all in all, never watching this movie again. Never watching this movie again. (laughs) This is one of those movies where where I remember, like, because I was laughing at scenes every now and then in the moment, I was willing to cut it some slack. But now that we've been talking about it, I'm willing to cut it less slack. Oh, yeah. I... Like, I, I was able to see, like, okay, this, I think, on IMDb, what I get, like, a 5.8? Yeah. yeah. Is what I got? I was like, okay, I can see if you're coming into this with low expectations. And if this is your kind of movie. Yeah, if, if you enjoy Tim Allen humor and you just enjoy that kind of stuff, you can give it a 5.8. Yeah, th- yeah this is not our kind of movie. We like good movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, yeah. Uh, high, <laughs> high three. High three, maybe a four. <laughs> Why? I'm giving this a four. That's and a, a low half. one. That's a low one. We Dude, got Keegan, two low ones. We got two low ones. Keegan, you definitely if you're sticking with that three point five, you have the lowest rating on the podcast. That's low. Oh my, one. Like I'd, I'd go like yeah three three five three nine. Okay, I'm I'm giving this a four and a half. Wow, I'm giving this a five. Yeah, yeah. I was t- I was noodling between four and a half and five, but. Considering how we all hate this movie, I have to give it a four and a half. I'm giving it a five. We've seen worse movies. Yeah. I and to tell you how bad this was, I would watch an old Holmes twice before I watch this movie again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, your child Actually, wait. That might have been blasphemous. <laughs> that might have been a little too much. I think I think we need to revisit Enola Holmes at I'm some not point. Going, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, it's not. If, I don't know. It's you don't, of its you time. don't have to put anything in concrete like that. Oh, um, uh, yeah. But it was. Uh, so here's some more sentiments to give you. Uh, we watched it with Alex's kid, you yep. know, three months old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was very entertained by the flashing lights. Also, crapped herself three times during this movie. <laughs> but don't take that personally. We've watched quite a few movies that I did like. Same situation. So, not indicative of good or bad movie. Well, that just made my joke not funny, so thanks. Yep. Uh, don't worry, your joke didn't need any help. <laughs> Do we want to move on to our yeah, next segment? Yeah, let's move on to our improv segment. Craig, would you like to welcome back our non-movie listeners? Yeah, non-movie listeners, welcome back. Uh, if you notice that this movie segment was significant shorter, significantly shorter than the last five, uh, there's a reason for that. And uh, we're just glad to have you back. Now, Keegan, can you uh, can you give us your history on like performing improv? Like, how how are you feeling in this space? Ah, uh, improv, like, ooh, yeah, that was a thing I used to do in high school. Not not anymore, but um, the ooh is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that should help. But okay, second question: How do you feel about just like singing? Oh, very, very two out of ten. Okay, so considering how we are in the room together, this is probably the only chance we'll get to do some sort of musical improv. Oh, no. (laughs) Now, this is very simple. Very simple. I literally just want us to do improv scenes, but just with a melody. All right? Okay. So we can make up the melody. It doesn't have to be a parody. We're just doing a scene with us singing. All right? Okay. Keegan, you you on board? Okay. All right. So the first scene that I want to do, uh, and we'll throw some other prompts around. Maybe we'll only do like two of these. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is um, uh, Keegan, you and I are interrogating 
Alex for a crime. Yes. Okay. And you are playing hardball. Okay. Um, playing hard to get. You're playing hardball, but in like a charismatic, quirky kind of way. Oh. Like nice. you're trying to smooth talk. I think I can do this very well. All right. Are we ready? All right. Listen here, prisoner. What do you have to say for yourself? Listen here, boys. I know it looks bad, but I promise I'm not associated with those gentlemen you caught me with. We found your fingerprints all over that cigarette. Here's the thing. I have a twin, and it's a genetic anomaly. We have the same fingerprints. We also pulled in a dog, and the dog only knew your name. What do you have to say about that, good sir? That's impossible. No dog knows their master's name because it never comes up in conversation. So you acknowledge that you are his master. I'm saying that if I were, first of all, plead the fifth, and if I did, <laughs> speaking for a friend who was getting interrogated by two nincompoop police officers, I'm not saying that's you, gentlemen, but if I were, and that happened to me, my dog, you would have no way of connecting the two of us. Your name is on his collar, and your phone number is as well. First of all, who names their dog after themselves? Why would my name? Why would be you put on the, the dog's name on the collar? It should be the person you're returning him to. No, no, no. What do you say, police officer? You look like a guy who has five or six dogs. Would you or would you not put your name on a dog collar? <laughs> not at a crime scene <laughs> listen gentlemen we're getting nowhere luckily for you i brought my gun cock <laughs> who led him into the precinct without a good search he, he, he pulled that gun just like, like out of a holster, holster. It, it wasn't, wasn't even hidden or anything <laughs> Joke's on you, I'm also a police officer. I'm investigating you both for corruption. Law twist! Cox gun. I already cocked gun, this is double cocked. Okay. We're double cocked. You've, co- you've double cocked my bit so many times. Double cocked. This is our third bit in a row that we've double cocked. <laughs> the wine got to my head. Keegan's half in the bag. That was kind of. We should have brought that up in the beginning. Yeah, Keegan's been drinking. Uh, irrelevant. Oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> do any of you guys have an improv scene prompt? Yes. Um, we're all best friends. Okay, but what's the prompt? That's the prompt is we're all best friends, okay. right? And Craig, I know that Keegan's sleeping with your wife. Okay. You don't know. Well, now he does. But, 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 Keegan and your wife, it's become very serious. And they're going to sit down and and tell you about it. And Keegan just said, hey, can you come along? I want to break the news to him. Okay. 
Keegan, my friend, who would never do me harm. I'm so glad to see you today. Wait, are we still singing? Dude, I was... Actually, instead of singing, let's rap. Or not. Let's try. Or Your options are singing or rap. I will... Oh, then singing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to break down a sick freestyle. Okay, here we go. I already started it, so it's up to you guys now. First of all, I'm just here to meet. I'm just here to mediate. I'm not saying this is an invention, but I am saying we need to sit down and have a conversation. Keegan, my friend, I'm glad to see you tonight. What do you have to say to me? Oh, Craig, I wish I wasn't here to say. You can't laugh in the middle of a song. It kind of ruins the theme of it all. I think, uh, Craig, uh, what he's trying to say is that he'd want to be anywhere else but here because the news is grave. Well, tell me what it is. Don't lead me on like this. Me and Sally, we've been seeing each other for a while. You think I didn't know that? I thought he didn't know that. <laughs> I saw her sneak out at night, but Keegan, you gotta understand... You're my best friend in the world. And I understand that you make her happy, and that's what's important to me. I just think you need to understand. I think that you need to see that you two being together and being incredibly happy, that makes me happy too. So please, Keegan, sleep with my wife some more. Oh, that totally threw me off. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I came here delivering some other kind of news. Um, are we allowed to say <laughs> on the podcast? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> we need to come up with an answer to that at some point. <laughs> Very soon. Probably by the end of this podcast. That is a good title, though. Can we say on the podcast? Pretty sure we can say on the podcast. <laughs> Listeners, if we keep it in, write us to say, should we have kept it in? And listeners, if it gets bleeped, write us in to see, because we all know what that word was, and I'm sure you will tell us. Cox gun. Cox gun. <laughs> gun. <laughs> I am a sucker for stuff like that. Um... And we are never doing... It's not a one hit, but we're never doing it again. Until we're in person again. Ba-da-ba-bum. Okay. So that was our improv segment. Um, I Oh, in my head, I called it Podify instead of Spotify. Oh, that's cool. Um, Now... Oh, I didn't look up the name of this segment. Hey, Alex, do you remember what that script segment was? Halfcast? Nope. The other one where you direct, where you gave me quotes and, I, and you directed them. Oh, it was like... Yeah, it wasn't it like Harvard something or Yale something. You made it super not relevant. The, we're doing the thing where we where we read quotes from movies and give directions. Yeah. Um. So the way the the way we did this last time is 
Uh, Alex sent me movie quotes. I read them dry, and then he gave me direction, and I would reread them. Uh, since we have three people, I thought it'd be fun if we just did movie dialogues. So I've printed out a bunch of scripts from movies that we know or are famous. Okay. So last time, I directed you the whole time. Are we going to trade off? Are you going to be the director this whole time? Are we going to rotate the directors? I'm going to be the director the whole time. Oh, man. I want to be the director. Um... Luckily for you, I'm an amazing actor. I've been told my voice is fit for radio. And it's naturally soothing to both women and men. DJ type voice. Welcome back to PG. Thank you for your patience. Craig will probably cut this out in post. He's now handing us scripts in basketball shorts. And him and I are both wearing our merch. Keegan is wearing Alaska merch. I actually left one in my car. He left one in his car. Because so, he printed these off at work because he used his uh, office supplies illegally. So Craig saying, is gone, but um, yes. how does this game actually work? So, listeners, here's how this game works. And maybe Craig will explain it when he comes back, but he's a sucker for being bad at these things. So pretty much what happens is you and I are going to do this scene. We have a script in front of us, audience, and we're going to cold read it. So you'll act it out. I'll act it out how we kind of think this is going to go. Then Craig will be like, hey, can we take it from this part? Um... A little bit more feeling. Can I have you cry? Can you have you laugh the whole time? I want you to be hysterical. And he'll just give a stage direction. And then we'll start from whatever portion he wants. Um, and he's just going to direct us and try to make this scene better. Okay. Uh, it never works because, you know, I'm the best director in the business. It's random scripts from random movies. Yeah. And he's just going to walk us into the vision he has for us as a cast. I just like done explaining to everyone how this works. Okay. okay. And I'm, I'm just reading... From one character? Yes. He's going to tell us which character is which. Yeah. So the first script that I want you to read from is the short one. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. Oh, this I, is, I believe I Alex and I saw this at the same time in eighth grade. I Also, I think you should not tell us what movie it is until we're done. Oh, okay. And maybe we can guess. All right. Um, well, This does say How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. In the script, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, so this is the scene where they find out that they've been each other's, like, bets or whatever. Sweet. And they're confronting each other on it. Uh, Alex, you play Ben. Keegan, you play Andy. All right. Just give me straight read. Okay. So that's what I was about, huh? I was a guinea pig? Someone you could test your theories on? Yeah, I was just some girl somebody picked out in a bar yeah you know what big deal hell i'm sure now you could even use as a little twist in your story that's a good idea maybe we should bet on it you know what you did your job now andy i did you want to know how to lose a guy in 10 days congratulations you did it you just lost him no i didn't ben because you can't lose something you never have all right so good 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 stuff good stuff happening here thank you Um, thank you Natural chemistry, really. Yeah. So, I, Alex, I need you to be as sad as you possibly can be. You are hysterical. Okay. And Keegan, this is a breakup scene. I need you to try to get him back. Interesting. All right. With those lines, I need you to try to get him back. Okay. okay. Here we go. Can we get an action, please? Action. So, that's what I was, huh? I was a guinea pig? Someone you could test your theories on? Yeah, and I, I was just a girl somebody picked out in a bar. You know what? Big deal. Hell, 
I'm sure now you can even use it as a little twist in your story. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should bet on it. No, what? You did your job now, Andy. You wanna... <laughs> you wanted to lose a guy in 10 days? Congratulations! You did it! You just lost him! No, I didn't, Ben. Because you can't lose something you've never had. Perfect. Perfect. Woo. Real tears, real okay. tears. Um, the next one... New scene. New scene. New um, scene. Uh, Keegan, grab the one that has 286 in the top left corner. Okay. Uh, Alex, you're going to be playing Rose. Uh, Keegan, you're going to be playing Jack. Oh, I wonder what this could be oh, from. No. Um, and, and these scenes, scenes are a few pages long, so I'll be giving you direction, direction throughout it. And, and maybe we need to, and we'll go back and if we if we need to. Are you reading the stage direction? No, because no, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> okay. It's getting quiet. Just a few more minutes. It'll take them a while to get the boats organized. I don't know about you, but I intend to write a strongly worded letter to the White Star Line about all this. <laughs> I love you, Jack. No. Don't say your goodbyes, Rose. Don't give up. Don't do it. I'm so cold. You're going to get out of this. You're going to go on and you're going to uh, make babies and watch them grow. You're going to die old, an old lady. Okay, real quick. I just want to cut in real quick. Yep. You're doing great so far. Um, Keegan, you're saying stuff like you're giving her words of encouragement. Start saying them like, start saying like you kind of wish it was her, not you. Kind of wishing okay. is, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, Alex, I need you to have like so much like um, gratefulness that he's giving up his life for you. Okay. All right. So let's go back to um, I love you, Jack. Okay. I love you, Jack. No, don't say your goodbyes, Rose. Don't give up. Don't don't do it. I'm so cold. You're going to get out of this. You're going to go on. You're going to make babies and watch them grow. You're, and you're going to die an old lady warming your bed, not here, this night. Do you understand me? Uh, I can't feel my body. Rose, listen to me. Listen. <laughs> Winning that ticket was the best thing that's ever happened to me. It brought me to you. And I'm, I'm thankful, Rose. I'm thankful. Um... Okay, cut again. Beautiful, love it. We'll we'll yeah. keep we'll keep going from this point, but um, uh, there's not much left in this scene. Okay, but um, Man, Rose does not talk a lot. No, she's too she, busy living. No, she <laughs> just yeah, she gets to live. So now, um, uh, Alex, I want you. I want you to be more ungrateful in this. Like, like you almost like uh, are upset at him for for letting himself die. Okay, interesting. Um, and Keegan, you are in this cold water, but you are horny. <laughs> and we're picking this up from... From You Must Do Me This Honor. Okay. Action. You must do me this honor. Promise me you'll survive. That you'll never give up, no matter what happens, no matter how hopeless. Promise me now. Never let go of that promise. I promise... I promise, okay? I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Beautiful. Wow. So do you guys know what movie that's from? Uh, pretty sure it's Titanic. You're right. It was Monsters vs. Aliens. Um, 
final script, Last ladies script. and gentlemen. Um, oh, it's four pages. Yeah, so we're going to be starting. There's a line uh, towards the end that says, Nicole, uh, you're being so much like your father. That's where we're going to start. And then... Um, there's a line on the last page that says, you're welcome, you're welcome. That's where you'll end. You'll see it when you get there. Who do I want to be who? Um, you be Charlie this time, because Charlie talks a little bit more, Alex. Me? Okay. And then you will be Nicole. Sweet. And we're starting from where? You're so much like your father. You are so much Towards the bottom of the page. Okay. He's yep. Nicole. I'm Charlie. You're so much like your father. Do not compare me to my father. I didn't compare you. I said you were acting like him. You're exactly like your mother. Everything you complain about her, you're doing. You're suffocating. Henry. First of all, I love my mother. She you're was a great mother. Okay, cut, cut, cut. I love the strong accent choices. Yes. All right, let's go European. Okay. Italian is your... Okay. No, I'm... That was like a oh. Jersey accent. Okay, okay, okay. Jersey Italian? Yeah. yeah. Sure. From the top? Um, Yeah. Oh, from the like, top top? Yeah, yeah sure. You're, oh, you're being so much like your father. From where we You're started. being so much like your father. You do not compare me to my father. I didn't compare you to him. I said you were acting like him. You're exactly like your mother. Everything you complain about her... Switching accents. <laughs> sorry. And... I'm sorry. I know as an actor, I'm not supposed to offer my own direction. Can I be a different accent than him i prefer yeah. british yeah perfect this i never is about said you had to be the same accent yes i just i just i know I, I wasn't it's not usually my place to direct but that's how i'm feeling in yeah this scene. sure sure okay sure. i'm gonna be organic can we start from the top please yeah okay, okay. you're being so much like your father <sighs> i'm sorry can we take i gotta get in yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Do you need to go out to your do, trailer for a do second? Do not compare me to my father. Do not compare me to my father. Hey, audience. Do not compare um, me um, I just want to remind father. you that the last time we had to do accents, do um, Alex tried to do a South African accent. He dipped out of the podcast for about three minutes to try to do it and do then didn't even bother me. to try. Do not compare me to my father. I didn't compare you to him. I said you were acting like him. You're exactly like your mother. Everything you complain about her, you're doing. You're suffocating, Henry. First of all, I loved my mother. She was a great mother. Secondly, how dare you compare my mother, my mothering to my mother. I might not be like my mother, but I'm not like my mother. You are, and you're like my father. You're also like my mother. You're all the bad things about all these people. But you're mostly your mother. When we would lie in bed together, sometimes I would look at you and see her, and it was... I would feel so gross. Okay, cut again. Um, Keegan, you are having this argument like you're scolding a pet for, like, peeing in the wrong corner. I just realized what we're reading. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Alex, you, like, you don't even realize this is an argument. Like, you think this is just a normal conversation. Okay. All right, uh, you can pick up where you were. Okay. I felt repulsed when you touched me. You don't have to do the accent. You can if you want to. But... Oh, oh, I thought, so we're not European anymore? We're no, not European no. anymore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I felt repulsed when you touched me. You're, You're a slob. The thought of having I made sex all the beds, with you makes me want all the cabinets, to my Picked up off. after you like an infant. You'll never be happy in L.A. or anywhere. You'll think you found something better opposite guy than me in a few years you'll rebel against him because you need to have your voice but you don't want a voice you just want to 
can complain about not having a voice. I think of being married to you, and that woman is a stranger to me. You've regressed. Um, Alex, you are trying to, this is not an argument, you're trying to sell him on something. Okay. So this has now turned into a sales pitch. Okay, sweet. Carry on. Action. You've regressed. We had You've gone back to your life before you met marriage. me. It's pathetic. People used to say to me that you were too selfish to be a great artist. I used to defend you, but they're absolutely right. Listen, you all your best me. acting You're is a You're back right? to being a hack. Uh, you want to present yourself as a victim because it's a good legal strategy. That's totally fine. Um, but you and I both know you chose this life and you wanted it until you didn't. You used me so you could get out of L.A. I didn't. You did, you and then you blamed me for you. it. You always made me aware of what I was doing wrong, how I was falling short. Life without you, life with you, was joyless. So you had to f*** someone else? How could you? You shouldn't be upset that I f***ed her. You should be upset that I had a laugh with her. Do you love her? No, Um. but she didn't hate me. You hated me. You hated me. You f- someone we worked with. You- okay, final cut. Uh, let's finish. Out, let's go back to the top of this page, and we'll finish out this page with um, um, <laughs> Keegan. This argument happened while you were in the middle of eating, and you're still kind of trying to eat while doing this argument. Okay. And Alex, you, um. Uh, I'm going to say this is, like, go back to, like, normal, this is what an argument should sound like. Okay. I'm going hard in the paint. All right. Action. No, but she didn't hate me. You hated me. You hated me. You someone we worked worked with. Stop having sex with me in the last year. I never cheated on you. That was cheating on me. But there's so much I could have done. I was a director in my 20s who came from nothing and was suddenly on the corner of f***ing Time Out New York. I was hot shit. I wanted to f*** everybody and I didn't. And I loved you and I didn't want to lose you. And now I'm in my 20s and I didn't want to lose that too. And you wanted so much, so fast. I didn't even want to get married and f*** it. There's so much I didn't do. Oh, alright. Well, th- thanks for, thanks for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, that scene, scene. Thank you. Uh, so Keegan, do you know what movie that was from? I have no idea. I don't. I don't watch movies. Okay, uh, uh, Alex, you want to tell me? That was a marriage story. That was Scarlett Johansson. That's the quintessential oh! Adam Driver punches a wall okay. marriage story scene. Very good. Yeah. So good that. Choice. Yeah. So that was. The Juilliard Audition. And now we're moving on to our one-hit wonder. Our one-hit wonder is one of the amazing road trip games that I pulled from BuzzFeed. And this one is called Did You Hear That? Here's the game. It's about pop culture and kind of news. And it collides for a fun game of fact or fiction. Basically, the rules are we're trying to fool each other. You start off by asking... Did you hear that blank happen? So, did you hear that uh, armchair expert move to Spotify? And then you guys can either say, that didn't happen, or tell me more. And I go on uh, for a little bit longer, kind of explain it. Um, 
And if you don't get it after you say, tell me more, I get double points. But if you get it immediately off the headline of that happened or didn't happen, then you guys get points. Okay. Um, so this requires me to know real things that you don't. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, just for the record, I'm pretty sure Armchair Expert did move on to Spotify. Yes, that was true. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I only know that because I got an ad for it this morning. <laughs> They're having Obama on. Yeah, good for him. Obama, you know, he's never had that kind of press before. No. <laughs> um, do you have one or did you kind of blow your... No, blow? I got one. Okay. Uh, did you hear that Bill Cosby is out of prison? I did hear I that. I did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, ladies and gentlemen. We have the, a serial rapist on the loose. The best meme I saw... Listen... Maybe making memes out of a situation like this is questionable at best, but I did, see, best. I did see a good meme that was like, everybody, free Britney, best we can do is release Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> saw that one too. Uh, did you know that by 2022, the entire world will have uh, access to satellite internet, internet? I think I did hear about that. Tell me more. So, Elon Musk has something called Starlink, and it is expected to uh, expand its internet range uh, next year to the entire globe. I think that happened. Yeah. You also believe that? Yeah. Did it happen? Uh, no. Uh, did you shorten the date? I did shorten the date. You I mean, coward. I am a coward. Um, What you got, Greg? Yeah. Did you hear... King is on the board with points. Uh, yeah. Um, did you hear that... Uh, Nestle is in super big trouble because they've been sponsoring KKK rallies. Yes, I did hear that, actually. That's true. Yeah, I didn't hear that. So does he have to tell, does he have to tell you can, me? Tell you can me ask more? him to tell you more, or that straight up didn't happen. You don't want to risk the points. Uh, I, that didn't happen. Well, if it did happen, I didn't hear about it, and I made it up. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. The KKK, they have their fingers in a lot of... Companies. I'm not going to fact check that because I don't want Nestle KKK in my search history. <laughs> yeah. But so I made that up off my brain. I don't know if Good Art know. Uh, follows life. Um, 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 um. Did you hear that? Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, famed uh, football player, a.k.a. soccer player, um, tanked Coke's stock price by when he was doing a press conference, there was two Cokes on his desk. He moved them, said, don't drink Coke, you should drink water. And their stock prices dropped $8 billion that day. I'm assuming that if I say that's correct, I can assume that $8 billion was an exaggeration. Tell me more. Well, a lot of people say it's correlation, not causation, that their t- stock was already plummeting. It wasn't directly related to him. But he did, in a podcast, literally push the Coke bottles off screen and say, hey, kids, you should drink water. He's also known for not drinking any soda at all. I'll believe that. Yeah, I'm going to say that's true. It is true. The whole thing. Look at me reading the news. I'm giving you guys facts, and you guys are just like, uh, Starlink? <laughs> um, I got another one if you guys want. Oh, yes. Go for it. Did you hear that? I'm trying to remember the stat. 99.5% of all COVID deaths are now people that were unvaccinated. Good for them. <laughs> I did not hear that. I'm going to say I did not hear that. Well, it's true. Okay. I was wondering if you were boosted. Ladies and gentlemen, get vaccinated. All 
Okay. okay. Um, did you hear that um, despite being the newer game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is still being played more than Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on Xbox? Uh, can you tell me more? Yeah. So the website that I use to track achievements also tracks um, Xbox gameplay patterns and like who's playing what. And basically... Uh, Black Ops was ahead of Modern Warfare for like its first month of release and then sunk back down to number two. I don't know if we can believe that. I think there's just new maps that just came out. I don't I... think that didn't happen. I'll believe that. That didn't happen. It did. I have it pulled up. I have top Xbox games. This is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Second, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Get your stuff together. Dude, well, listen, it's. Uh, I very rarely do I say dead game, but oh boy, have I never seen a game die as fast as Cold War. It was, it was bad news. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our one hit wonder. It's called Did You Hear That? It's great for road trips. Um, you do need to be relatively caught up with the news and pop culture. Um, play it with your friends. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Uh, Keegan, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, he is the least social media guy I know, so I'd be surprised. Do you have anything? You want First to- of all, he's my meme supplier. One of like three meme suppliers. Yeah, but what's he gonna plug? F- f- add me on Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah, please, please, please don't. Um, but no, nothing. Okay. Uh, any words of advice or wisdom to the people? Yeah. Hey, so just so you know, uh, maybe this is divulging too much, but Keegan is in fact a teacher. So um, as we all know, teachers do have the best advice. They are literally trained for this. So Keegan, can you give us a little bit of wisdom before we end the episode? Uh, don't do drugs before class. Perfect. Don't do drugs before class. All right. Next Good week, one. we are watching The Emperor's New Groove. A banger, bro. A banger. A David Spade special. Yeah. Um, so feel free. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Permanent Good. Uh, you can follow us individually at Permanent Handle and Alex the Goods. Um, listen, maybe this episode was weird. Maybe I didn't do audio good. Maybe they hated our singing and said this episode is a wash. But I had so much fun recording it. I don't care. And that's what matters to me is that we have fun doing it. Yes. Uh, if it's bad, blame Craig. If it's good, we had a guest. So split yeah. between me and There are definitely people upstairs right now that heard the both of you curse really loud at each other. So I'm sure that's we're going to have to explain that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but regardless, uh, thank you very much for listening. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. And joining us for this special episode, Maybe to return again, maybe not, is. Ooh, he said the last name. That's good. Dox him, boys. I like it, I like it, I like it. <laughs> uh, have fun, be safe, and make good choices. And while you're at it, tell your mama I said hi. See you next yeah, week. Maybe cut that out. Deuces. Deuces.